Today's episode of In the Garage is brought to you by the Track Guy Foundation. At the Track Guy Foundation, we are committed to bringing track and field and cross-country experiences to Iowa's youth. Thank you to all of our listeners. We hope you enjoy. And if you do, please drop us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. Again, thank you. Now here's the show. And we'd like to welcome you to In the Garage with Track Guy. We've got special guests today, Lindsay and Jordan Andrews of Des Moines. And they are the owners of what was Heartland Souls in Coralville and Johnston. And now they are Fitness Sports. Just changed the name after purchasing uh, Fitness Sports from the Bobin House family. That store located in Clive, just outside of uh, Des Moines proper. And uh, Lindsay and Jordan, uh, welcome uh, to In the Garage with Track Guy. And we just want to talk a little bit about your careers, not only as uh, store owners, but athletes and coaches, and, and so people can get to know you a little bit. And let's talk uh, about, I think, it's a, I think it's a great story. What brought you to Iowa and what has kept you in Iowa? Yeah, well, Jordan and I talked about wanting to, to own running stores and coach and just be completely immersed in the running world when we were teenagers. So uh, we started thinking about opening stores and initially had thought we would do so in our hometown near Kansas City and uh, just decided after some others opened that that wasn't the right place for us and started looking for places that we would want to plant roots and build a family and, you know, develop businesses and Des Moines fit the bill and just felt right for us. So we came to Des Moines after college and grad school and all the all the like, but that's how we ended up here. Yeah, and, and the reason we kind of picked Des Moines is it's close to Kansas City where we grew up, but then Lindsay would come up and ran Drake Relays. I ran at the Simpson at Simpson when I was in college and we really liked the Drake Relay feels and the support of the running community in Des Moines. So that's really why we thought it'd be a great option for us. Absolutely. And it's turned out to be so, I, I'm, I'm guessing, correct? Definitely. <laughs> well, you know, and you mentioned Des Moines, but you also have a store in Coralville, okay, mm-hmm. and filled a need there when uh, the locals, there was a local store running wild when they when they left the scene and, mm-hmm. and you filled a, a need there. So running stores, uh, running supply stores, I should say, You've got to cater to everybody, especially in a big city. Those that are very, very serious, uh, maybe even uh, quasi-professional runners, and then those guys like me that are slugs and go out there and run a 10-minute <laughs> mile. But do you have a specialty uh, with your running stores? Do you have a certain group that you really focus on, or are you all-encompassing? Yeah, we're really all-encompassing. We really people would be shocked how many walkers or medical people that we do. We're probably around 35, 40% that, and then the rest is running. So it's definitely a brighter, uh, broader range than what most people think. But I really think what we want to specialize is that local customer service feel. We're a local business. We want to really support people where they are and their needs. We really want to give excellent customer service. So that's really our focus and what we're passionate about is going above and beyond to really help people. And I think what we've seen having three different stores is a little bit of of market differences at each one. So our Johnson store has always been very heavy with youth and high school and lots of kids coming in. It's really family friendly. It's a little smaller, not so overwhelming for young people. Um, Not to say that we don't have a wide range, but we've seen just a lot of young people at that store. And Uh, Our Coralville store, we have a lot of medical professionals from the university, um, hospital, and 
it just it's a little bit of some differences and you know being at Clive such a history such a long standing store we've seen a lot of generational customers so uh, people that have been coming with their whole family for decades they brought their kids their kids are now bringing their kids and so it it's just neat each store kind of has its own little niche and we get to enjoy a lot of different perspectives and stories and families at each one well you know and, and the way the fitness sports store in Clive was uh you know, have been there so many years and well-established. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing that was the the, the uh, uh, easy marketing for you to change the name of the other two stores to Fitness Sports? Yeah, I mean, we had we had some discussions about it, but it's really hard if we're advertising or marketing or, like, pick a race, damn, to DSM, and we want to be a sponsor of it to, all right, do we pick Cartland Souls or do you pick Fitness Sports? It was just going to be way too complicated. And so we really thought the fit, Fitness Sports name – really it gives us a wider broad of different things that we could do it's it's been around a lot longer it's got the race results um, established and the race calendar so we thought that would just be a better fit long term as far as what we were trying to accomplish I think even obviously Heartland Souls was really special to us it's you know we created the name we created the brand my friend Marley Tegenkamp created the logo for us and um, it just it was special to us, but we know that the fitness sports name has been special and held a legacy in a, in a really important place in a lot of people's lives for so many decades that we wanted to continue that legacy. And um, Heartland Souls will you know, probably exist in our basement and in our hearts forever, but we will. Uh, see, I feel like we just have this great legacy to carry on with the fitness sports name that we love and we're really excited about and we know the community has valued for so long. I think it's a great choice and obviously a great decision. So let's talk a little bit about you two personally, okay? Uh, Both of you Mm -hmm. grew up in the Kansas City area Mm -hmm. and uh, ran collegiately. You recently, Lindsay, were inducted into your college's Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit, where did did you each of you go to school? We actually went to high school together. So I'm a grade older than Jordan um, and we went to Lee Summit High School. So uh, if anybody ever knows Matt Tegenkamp, same high school. You know, we met on our high school cross-country team, and I was smitten. And, you know, we started dating when Jordan was 15. I was about to turn 16. And I guess the rest is a bit of history from there in high school. But we both ran together and had the um, opportunity to to compete throughout high school, which was great. Yeah, so... So high school, we both competed at least some of the high school, and then she was Lindsay was a year older, so she went to a small school called Stevens College, and then I was... For one year. For one year, and so when I was looking to where I wanted to run collegiately next, I was looking around, and there was a new program starting, off, starting up called Columbia College, and they had um, uh, Tim Cornell, he was a miler from University of Missouri, and he was starting the program, and thought he was, he was a great coach, and really really enjoyed recruiting process with him and so I was the first um, recruit there to the new program and then Lindsay came along on the visit and decided to transfer so we ran there three years together mm-hmm. at Columbia College. I wasn't very good but Lindsay was good but well, it was good to see both sides of the experience from a collegiate. I was always injured, beat up, um, just really struggled but it was, I think it's really good to see that side of it, too, especially helping people with shoes, dealing with injuries, that perspective. And Lindsay really had great success of just continuing to get better. Yeah, I think so. Stevens College and Columbia College are about a half mile apart. <laughs> so uh, I think it was appealing to both of us that if he went to Columbia College, he would be close. And then 
uh, I was not overwhelmingly happy with where I was as a freshman, and not to say Stevens isn't a great school, it is, it just wasn't the right fit for me, and uh, so when I went on that visit with him and met Tim Cornell and saw the Columbia College has a beautiful campus, um, most of the buildings are from the 1800s, so it's just beautiful, and they have huge success in their athletic programs, so when we were there, volleyball won a national championship, um, basketball had just come, men's basketball had just come off of a national championship win a couple years before, tons in the school's history. So I was like, oh, this, this athletic program is exciting. So to be, I think, part of an inaugural program for both of us was really neat. And when we were in high school, Jordan was a lot better than me at the time. And he was basically his team leader and helped develop a lot of the, the athletes at our high school. And so for him, I think it appealed to just be part of a new program where he could step in and help build a legacy there as well. So, so you, you know, you talk about how, Jordan, you mentioned how that helps you being a collegiate athlete and, and, and helping those today that are uh, nursing injuries, recovering from injuries, maybe wanting to know what they can do to avoid injuries. Mm-hmm. So you're able to do that as uh, store owners mm-hmm. and as coaches. So uh, mm-hmm. you're coaching now. So let's <laughs> touch on that a little bit. Grandview University is having some Great. They've been a, a great program for a number of years and really experienced some, an outstanding fall and their track seasons as well. So two little kids, <laughs> yes. three stores, yes. and why not coach? Huh? So 40 t- athletes. It's our other 40 children. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. What kind of a need is coaching filling for you? There's, there has to be something there that is it's some kind of medicinal purpose that you're coaching. <laughs> I think we just love the sport, yeah. and I guess that's what we do in our free time is just coach, right? Yeah. Just just for fun. Um, so Coach Motter, there's the head coach. He, he started the program 17, 18 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, so we're, I guess, a year. We just finished our second year of cross country there. So we're technically in year three. We came in um, at the start of an indoor season, sure. just yeah. before COVID. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it's just it's our fun hobby on the side. I guess it's you know some people like reading books or watching Knitting. movies. We, we just coach in our free time yeah. just for fun. But yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. We've, we've seen a lot of growth with our athletes, which, which is just fun for us to be able to just pass on what we've learned and what we enjoy about the sport to other people. I think both of us um, in college both had, I suppose, I wouldn't say unanswered questions, but never felt like we were totally done. And I don't think either of us wanted, I wanted to pursue running post-collegiately, you know, life changed a little bit, but uh, I think both of us just felt like there was still a lot that we wanted to do in that world, and coaching has been extremely fulfilling for both of us, and something that I think we both always wanted to do. I actually have a teaching degree. I had planned to teach special ed and coach, and so uh, getting to coach at the collegiate level especially has been really, really enjoyable and something that I think really fulfills us both on a, just on a personal level, getting to work one-on-one with athletes and help develop them and grow them both as people and as athletes. So. Sure. And there's not a better group of people that you can raise your children around. Either. <laughs> yeah. I was a high school coach for 30 years in track and cross country and and our three boys now are all in their 30s, but they would go to practice with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, uh, oftentimes uh, we'd load up in the car to go home, and one of them had been in the shower with their clothes on, you know, <laughs> with some help from some high school kids. But, you know, it, it, it's memories of a lifetime. And mm-hmm. there's not a better group of people than those that are committed to athletics to, to raise your kids around. They've got a lot of uh, 
good morals and, and, and know what it takes to, to be successful. And, and they develop friendships uh, for a lifetime as well. So uh, I'm a little bit envious that, uh, that you're still able to coach. And uh, So tell us, now you've got, you've got two children. We do. And the, and the ages? Layla turned four in September, and Kaufman will be three at the end of January. Well, that's enough to keep you busy without coaching or having three stores. We just spent Christmas with, with our family and four granddaughters. And at night, Renee and I would go to bed and say, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> we did it. We had to saying. do it when our boys were young. And I wouldn't trade it for anything, but I couldn't go back <laughs> if I had to. So Luckily, uh, we got some awesome kids. And, and like you said, going to practice or they're at the store a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you know, customers will play with them yes. when they're getting their shoes on or, or at practice. They like to run around with the athletes and stuff. So it, oh, yeah. it wears them out by the end of the day. So And we got good kids. We do. I mean, our children are wonderful. Um, and I think it is a unique situation that they're in. Thankfully, at the Clive store, we each have an office. So my office has sort of become the designated playroom, although they end up in Jordan's office half the time anyway, dragging their toys down the hallway. But we are thankful to have that space. And before, when uh, when we had less employees and we were um, at the stores all the time, or even back when Jordan had a full-time job outside of the stores, uh, you know, Layla, we had a swing up behind the front desk, and she was with me there 40 to 50 hours a week, and we made do with what it was, and I think it made her very open socially to just liking to talk with people. She just loves it. She loves being around people, and even Kaufman in his first year or so was at the store a lot with me, and and with Jordan. And so I think both of them have benefited from being exposed to a lot of people and getting that opportunity. And we have a lot of really special memories with a lot of customers. You know, I can recall one time when Layla was just screaming and not having it. And this really sweet customer who has become a a great family friend of ours just came in and started rocking her while I was helping customers and stayed for about an hour just playing with her. And uh, has actually babysat for us on occasion, just, you know, just a wonderful human being. And so um, we've just gotten to see the community really love on our kids. And I think that's really special. And same with our team at Grandview. I mean, we've got like 40 built-in babysitters. So sure, <laughs> it's great. Sure. They just, we drag them along and they Absolutely. go along for the ride. So. Absolutely. <laughs> that is so awesome. And it, it develops, helps them develop a personality that, mm-hmm. that will be a trait that they'll carry on on forever and mm-hmm. it'll be something they'll talk about and tell their kids about so that, that's that's great stuff tell me a little bit i've always been intrigued Lindsay, about you and courtney frericks and your relationship <laughs> courtney frericks is uh, uh the american record holder in the women's steeplechase and and uh olympic medalist and mm-hmm. just uh a rock star in the sport and uh tell us a little bit about that relationship yeah it's just kind of funny so uh courtney was much better than me in high school um so I knew who she was, and she knew some of my teammates who <laughs> were better than me, but um, I always knew who she was because she was really good. And um, when we were in college, I obviously had gotten a lot better and uh, had gone basically dropped three-ish minutes off the 5K. And so when I went into our local running store, I was chatting with the guy that always helped me, and, uh, you know, you got those classics that you go see, and he was asking me, oh, how did your season go? It sounds like you're running really, really well. And it's like, yeah, really excited, really hoping to break 17 this season. And he just looked at me, he goes, you need to meet Courtney. And, uh, you know, at the time she was running for UMKC. She had 
been doing well. She had made NACAC and Junior Worlds, and so I had kept tabs on her, obviously, just like any runner does. Um, and so she was actually on her lunch break, and they grabbed her, and they're like, you gotta meet her. And so she and I met and chatted for a while until her lunch break was over, and the next day we went on a long run together in Kansas City area, and just instantly clicked, kind of like, you know, one of those people you feel like you've known forever. So we just became basically best friends and stayed really well in touch. Her now husband, Griffin Humphreys, um, he grew up in Columbia, so she was in Columbia fairly often visiting his family, and he went to UMKC as well. So they were back in Columbia all the time. Jordan and I were obviously in Kansas City often visiting our family, so I would say five to ten times a season she and I would get together and, and do runs together. I'd go to their practice, she'd come to our practice, run with the teams, and just yeah, we just clicked really well. So um, we remained really, really close. And then uh, when I had graduated from Columbia College and had a fifth year, I decided to pursue Division One running. And she really encouraged me um, to look at a few schools. And uh, New Mexico was one that she mentioned. Her coach at the time at UMKC, Jimmy Butler, um, he... Who sadly just passed. He did last week, yep. So um, that is, yeah, she, it's a sad situation, but... He had grown up in Albuquerque, had been a graduate assistant at the University of New Mexico, and so she said, hey, you really need to check out New Mexico. They have an amazing program, really small team, super tight-knit. I think you would love it. So I ended up, obviously, committing to New Mexico later on and had moved there. Jordan and I were married, and uh, one of the assistant coaches had taken a job at another school, and Jimmy got the job at New Mexico as an assistant coach. And this is like mid-August, so we're all there. We're starting up practice, and Courtney calls me, and it's like, I have to figure out how to get there. And so she had to really work hard to make it work to get – because she, she had enough credits to graduate. She just had to figure it all out academically and get the release and all of that. And so she ended up making it work, and we both ended up at New Mexico 2015-16, um, and it was – you know, just a fairy tale and couldn't have asked for a better best friend to have shared that with and then to have had Jordan there with me too. It was really special. And an outstanding program. Yeah. Outstanding program each and every year and great facilities. University of New Mexico along with the city hosting uh, mm-hmm. uh, NCAA and USATF championships and mm-hmm. on, on a regular basis now. Yeah. So, so you leave Albuquerque mm-hmm. and uh, what was the next step? <laughs> Yeah, so so leaving Albuquerque, we had kind of that's when we had decided to move to Des Moines to open up. So we were, what's what, twenty two, twenty three. Um, so we there's actually in like March or April there was a running store in Albuquerque that closed. Um, so we bought all their stuff from their running store for five fixtures. Yeah, yeah all fixtures. their fixtures, slat walls, all that stuff for five hundred dollars. <laughs> And we moved it out of their store, I think it was March, and it was in our one-bedroom apartment in our living room from March until May. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We only had our, the only, you could only sit on our couch in our living yeah. room for a few months. And then we moved all that stuff to, to uh, Des Moines. So we moved June 1st to Des Moines and then mm-hmm. opened up July 1st, our, our store in, in Johnston, our first one. Yeah, we, so. um, we had come out to Des Moines over my spring break. Yeah. Uh, when we lived in Albuquerque to scout out locations. And so um, that was when we found the spot that we're at on Merle Hay. And uh, yeah, it just, it was a whirlwind and whew, it was crazy, but it was neat. And we, we had our work cut out for us. You know, it was, 
it was a bit scary, actually, our, our moving truck. We had hired a moving truck because obviously we had a lot of stuff to go um, that far. And <laughs> they couldn't find a driver. So our stuff didn't make it for like two weeks. And we were sleeping on an air mattress. None of our store stuff was there that we had obviously bought. Like we couldn't set anything up. And um, thankfully, during a lot of that time, our landlord was also kind of building out our location. So new flooring, things like that. But um, we were just like hoping and praying that someone would drive this truck over to Des Moines, but it was really nerve wracking. Well, it takes total commitment from both of you to not wake up in the middle of the night and think, yeah, I'm not so sure this is the right idea. Oh, it happened a few times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we had no family. We knew no one in Des Moines and just were like, hey, let's just go for it. So, I mean, it's quite a, quite a jump, but we knew... We could work hard and mm-hmm. and just be in that community, which was what we like. It's just being in the running community that it would eventually work out. And the first year, it was a long first year, but Ooh, yeah. but it was definitely worth it while we're on the other side. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Midwestern Financial Group, an independent fiduciary advisor servicing the financial needs of those in Iowa and beyond. If you want your money working as hard as you do, look us up at www.midwesternfinancial.com. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Des Moines itself and the, and the state of Iowa and the running communities. And, and yeah. what do you, as now running store owners, what do you want your involvement to be in the running community aside from just selling runners' shoes and singlets and shorts and socks? And what's your role uh, look like in the future? Yeah, we, we I mean, we have some pretty big goals. We really want to make an impact on on people to keep growing the sport. Um, and so, I mean, example, so we're, we're opening, it's called the Running Lab in our Clive's, it's in our Clive store mm-hmm. uh, only to start with. So we got a brand new gate analysis system. So it's a high-tech system where we hook you up with sensors to record you running. It'll tell you everything from your cadence. If you're overstriding, there's like 180 points of data and stuff. So so we've seen that people are really interested in getting more data with their running, but um, we want to offer that um, to athletes to learn more information to improve as runners, but we also want to really work with coaches to give that data. We're really, really, really big right now on on high school kids running with their high school coaches. So that's one of our focuses is we're seeing a lot of outside coaches trying to coach people one-off here, one-off there. And, and from our perspective, that's really bad for a high school team culture if your top runner is being trained by this person and, and then showing up to practice and saying, hey, I'm doing a different workout and stuff is one thing we're really talking with coaches that they're really struggling with. So we're trying to give these resources to athletes where they can get more information, but working with the high school coaches mm-hmm. of how to use this information to make a better high school program. Because we really think for high school teams to continue to grow with the numbers that they want to continue to feel like a team culture and stuff like that. So that's... That's one of our, um, it's kind of different. It's not really shoe fitting, but we really think it's really beneficial long-term for the sport to make the team members continue to grow. And I think, yeah, piggybacking a little bit, like as college coaches, we see the change that happens in an athlete that's um, stayed with their high school coach and an athlete that's sought outside coaching. And um, I think we see it as a coach in college and it can become very toxic very quickly at that level if they've never had that experience of healthy team culture and they, you know, maybe don't have the same level of respect for coaches and things like that. And, um, 
and often just an unhealthy relationship with with coaches, regardless of who it is. So um, we're really passionate, not just with our own athletes at Grandview, but but all athletes between the day that they first start running, whether it's a youth club or middle school or high school, whatever it is, all the way through when they're done in college or if they join a professional team or a semi-professional team, just having um, that really healthy culture, the love for their team, the love for their community, and the love for their coaches, and just really trying to develop a healthy culture around running, um, especially for young people. But I think beyond that, you know, the running lab is something we're really excited about. We've got Norma Tech boots and, and obviously the 3D gate analysis system. But I think for us, um, you know, you asked, like, what is our vision with with being involved? And it's it's literally everything. So Jordan and I, we just love everything about running and not necessarily just going out for a run. It's it's the whole world of it. So the races, the road races, the trail races, um, marathoning, ultramarathoning, somebody's, you know, couch to 5K, all of it, high school. I think we just, we love the aspect of growth and connection to nature and connection to community that it creates. And so um, we truly just feel like, I think we want to be immersed in that world. So um, involved in races. I'm on the board for Capital Striders. Um, you know, we put on our own races, uh, obviously with coaching. I think it's just, it's a total life of immersion in the running world. And uh, I don't think we would want it any other way. So, <laughs> I mean, we have some exciting things we're hoping mm-hmm. to continue to do. It's just kind of, when will we get to them type of thing? One step I, at a time. <laughs> you know, we're we're always looking for Make a little plug here. We're always looking for people that want to come join our team and stuff. Absolutely. Because we we're definitely could use a lot of people, whether it's part-time or full-time, mm-hmm. as far as putting on events and stuff. Because I, we really want to give more resource, resources to high school coaches. There's a lot of coaching clinics, but if we can set up things for a year-round to support our coaches to really grow. Almost really like round, kind of like roundtable type yeah. things, discussions. And then also even we've been talking with Caesar, one of our employees at Fitness, about how do we get more officials to help out with that? Because I know that's really a struggle. So Caesar and I have been we've been talking about different ideas, even the aspect of officials, because we don't have officials, we can't have meets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, even things outside of running, we're really trying to help push and figure out how we can really take help Iowa continue to progress and continue to grow so we can have more, more young kids join the sport. Mm-hmm. Just speaking for, for Track Guy, you were the first – shoe store and say, hey, we want to help you guys. I don't know if you remember that day mm-hmm. in, in North Liberty. Yeah. You know, and we that was just a dream of ours to be able <laughs> to find support and raise money to give shoes and scholarships to kids in Iowa. And here you two were uh, uh, just fresh off the boat and <laughs> jumping in to open up a couple of running shoe stores and willing to help right out, right out of the chute and we'll be forever indebted to uh, for your kindness, and it's it's been uh, without that uh, track guy would really struggle to to exist and have gotten started. So, but like like you guys, it, it you've got to have a love for what we do. I'm talking about both of us uh, with running and track and field. You have to have a love for that, but you also have to have a love for the people that are involved in it mm-hmm. and, and 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 really care uh, about them. You know, and be able to measure success, and you know, you can't always measure success with a stopwatch. You know, no. it's it's that they've improved their lifestyle, or they reached a goal that has nothing to do with what their five k time is. Absolutely. Um, so it's it's very very fulfilling, and and uh, uh, we're lucky to have have you two involved. 
I also, one thing that I've, I've been wanting to ask you off the record, now it's going to be on the record, <laughs> but your little son's name is Kaufman. Yes. So I'm guessing that's a, 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 a Kansas City name, correct? Yes. So um, <laughs> Jordan and I, we got married young. Um, we got engaged when he was 19. I had just turned 21. Um, so we were young and we joked about having children someday and we could never, ever come up with a boy name that we both liked and um, we wanted something unique. Our daughter's name is Layla. That was a name that I had always wanted to name a girl. I love the Eric Clapton acoustic version of that song and um, her middle name's Joe, family name on both our sides and um, we just could never come up with a boy name. And when we lived in Albuquerque, Jordan was working at um, a sporting goods store and someone came in who had named their child after a, a stadium and and he came home that day and he was like, what do you think about Kaufman for a boy name? <laughs> and I was like, man, I don't know. And we love the Royals. We love the Chiefs. Jordan and I, when we were in high school, going to a Royals game was a cheap date. It was about as cheap as you could get. You could get $5, $10 tickets in the high V section and go on buck night and buy a hot dog for a buck. And so that was like our cheap date night and free fireworks on Friday nights. And so, um, you know, back when the Royals were really bad. <laughs> so we have a lot of memories at Kauffman Stadium. And he used to go to like, my goodness, tons and tons of games. So it's a neat place for us. And um, we went to high school with a friend who's part of the Kauffman family. And just we went to Kauffman Gardens for our prom pictures and just it's you know it's a kind of a special place in our hearts and so when he said that I think the next morning I was like yeah I think we should do it and so uh, that is our son's name and uh, Kauffman Stadium is kind of the inspiration and every time we go to Kansas City and we drive by it we're like Kauffman there it is and Someday yeah, he says it's his stadium. It's his, yep. It's Why his. not? Why not? The, uh, yeah. When Layla was younger and she was starting to talk, she would always say Coffin. So, Which she still does. So, so everyone would be so confused on his name. They're like, did you really name your, your son kid? Coffin? Coffin? It's really <laughs> morbid, but. Yeah. No, we did not. We didn't. So we often call him K-Man. Just, sure. You sure. know, it's a little easier, especially around kids, but. Like, no, our child is not named after, you know, things that you would find in a mortuary. But. Well, when I first heard his name, and I, and I knew you were from Kansas City, and, ah, that is awesome. So I, I, uh, I had to ask just to make sure I was correct, and I, I yeah. assumed I was all along. So yep. uh, uh, as in Iowa City, there are little kids that are named Kinnick. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly, so, exactly. Uh, awesome. It's, uh, <laughs> I doubt if there's too many from Nebraska named Veteran, you know, for a veteran state. I don't well, know. all my family is from from Missouri, and they're all St. Louis Cardinals fans. So oh, my, yeah. my uncle always jokes that his he needs his kids to name their kids after their stadium, but their stadium's name is Bush. So, yeah. so no one, no maybe a dog. No yeah. one's taking them up on their grandkid named Bush yet. So not yet. It could come. Well, you never know. Absolutely, absolutely. So with the three stores, mm-hmm. okay. Um, you know, and everybody uh, in the business world is, is struggling to find help. Uh, yeah. uh, I've got to guess that you two are burning the candle at both ends, trying to fill some of your needs. Are you are you um, are you as struggling as as much or as bad, if that's the right terminology, as what some businesses are? Yeah, so so we're okay. the The issue is our growth rate um, in needing people long term. Uh, long term. Yeah. So we can fill our schedule at this point. We have a harder time in Iowa City. We mm-hmm. always have, even before the pandemic, we've always just had more of an issue finding people there. 
Des Moines, we have a waiting waiting list. We're we're pretty good in Des Moines, but but what we need is full time people that sure. really want to carry out the mission. I, I think a lot of people are like, oh, running stores at a full time career. And it's yeah, like, yeah. Retail I mean, and... I mean, we have a lot of a lot of growth needs. I mean, I even mean, like the running lab or. Um, marketing social media like yeah, there's so can, many areas i mean right now we, we could build a career for someone yeah in the next 18 months we plan we'll probably hire three to eight, three to eight full-time people and so we mm-hmm. struggle getting people that see it as a full-time job to apply part-time yeah. work we get tons of college high school applications for that aspect it's really finding those people that see it as a career path right path. so so that's always been a struggle and run specialty not just our stores across mm-hmm. the nation but but yeah, so we could definitely definitely use people that see it as a full time job. And yeah. I think I think the tricky thing is we get a lot of high school kids or college kids that just want seasonal work. Sure. And the unfortunate part about our style of business is that um, there's just a lot of learning that has to happen. Sure. I mean, you know, we carry well over a hundred SKUs on our wall, plus all the the small products, and so it's not really practical to say, yeah, come work for four weeks. It just it doesn't work, and so. Um, we, we want to build careers. We don't just want to provide jobs. And so, um, you know, our training takes a while. We, um, do a lot of encouragement. We encourage them to read. We offer courses for learning and, um, things like that. So we really want it to be a career for people. And I don't think people necessarily just think of that. So they're not necessarily seeking it out, but, um, yeah, we're definitely looking for people. And I think, you know, we're, we're okay where we're at. I wouldn't say, you know, we're not in the situation like a lot of restaurants. Um, Jimmy John's across from our, our uh, Clive store was closed yesterday all day because they didn't have staffing. And so we're not in that situation. Um, it just, it's more long-term. We know we're going to have to add on some people. So, hey, anybody listening, you need a job, hit us up. But um, we'll help you build a career. But um, that is just kind of, I think, where the entire market is at. I think a lot of running stores want to build careers and not just provide this quick sure. seasonal job because it is a lot of knowledge and it, it's constantly changing. You know, shoes are always updating. Products are always changing. There's always something new on the market for running. And so um, it's it's fun. It keeps you on your toes all the time. You're always learning and growing. And so we want people to view it as a career opportunity versus just like, hey, I'm coming to work and head out after the end of the day well it's a, it's a plus that caesar stayed on mm-hmm. you know what a uh what a great family we just inducted his dad into the iatc uh-huh. hall of fame a few weeks ago and uh what a gym mm-hmm. uh, he is and what uh what a story yeah. uh, he has is uh just an amazing never lost a race uh, at the <laughs> greek stadium yeah. And, yeah and and he did it all in three years he graduated at the semester his senior year never at a spring season as a senior, but yeah, uh, and then and then young Caesar as well. Uh, one of the greatest half mile races ever mm-hmm. run on the Blue Oval when he was in high school. He and Randy Barrick of Spencer were stride for stride for seven hundred and ninety five meters. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was amazing. So so you know, and then the people he knows in the city mm-hmm. uh, and obviously knows the business, and uh, uh, so that that's got to give you a little bit of, of comfort, you know, that yeah. that, you, that uh, he was able to tag along. And, uh, well, even it. even give a Caesar story just two days ago. We, ha- we have a kid on our kid. He's from Des Moines East High School, uh-huh. and and he's got a lot of talent, but um, just trying to figure figure it out. And the, and he he's a kid that's going all in, and he's going to be really yeah. good. 
and he was in our store the other day and I introduced him to Caesar and I was like, Hey, this is Caesar. He ran at Des Moines East High School and it was just neat. He could talk to him about like, Hey, growing up, going to East High School for him back in the day and, and Caesar was like, you know, hey, let me get your number to help you out and stuff. Yeah. So even that aspect, I mean, we just all love is just like Caesar helping the next generation yeah. of East alumni, um, mid distance. He'll be probably a four, six, eight guy, kinda like Caesar was. So Yeah. It's just it's just neat to see that that impact that we have on the running community of trying to help the next generation. That's awesome. Before we close up here, let's talk a little bit about 2022 uh, and, and what's in store for, for fitness sports. If you, if you can even pinpoint anything, what are, is three stores, uh, the max <laughs> for or is that just for, for sure. right now? 2022. Yeah, we will, we will end 2022 with three stores. I will say that. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. So, um, the, so we talked about the running lab. So we have Norma Tech there. We have gate analysis. Uh, gonna... That'll launch. The gate analysis opportunities will launch in 2022. Yep. So I'm not quite um, yep. up and running yet. Yeah. So those will. That's and more things coaching. that we we want to add to that. There is coaching. Coaching more for the adult runner. We really encourage high school coaches to go with their high school. Yes. Um, yeah. There, we're also going to have an app that's going to come out mm -hmm. uh, 1st of January. So we're really excited about that. So it's going to connect with Strava. And then also for our group runs, people will be able to check in there that they're there. So they'll earn point, points based on running mileage, going to our group run. Shopping and, in store. And that. shopping in store. It'll They can also shop online there. So we're really excited about that, that app that's going to be hopefully next week. Um, so that'll be just kind of that loyalty of getting people group run together aspect of it. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, so those would be the two main things that are happening early 2022 and then career development. So we, um, like we talked about, we, one of our part-time people, we have developing him into a full-time person. Mm -hmm. So those, those are the three main things on the horizon. Well, your plate can only get so full. You, know, you yeah. do understand that. Yeah. You know, it isn't like, well, we'll just get a bigger plate. <laughs> you know, it, it's, uh, Our plate's pretty big. <laughs> oh, well, I, and, I, and I've gathered that. that uh, I, and I think what, what really helps us is that we do everything together. Sure. So um, I think if, you know, if one of us was working in a completely different lifestyle or job, uh, it, it wouldn't work. And so what, what helps is that everything is shared. So our parenting is shared. We take turns with the kids at home. We we share the stores. We each take our turns coming to Iowa City or today we're together. And, you know, it's just everything is shared. Coaching is shared. So we have the unique opportunity of doing a lot of things together. Thankfully, we like each other, but um, otherwise that would be real difficult. Um, but, you know, we do have that opportunity and that helps. But I think um, as far as the stores go, you know, our, our uh, Coralville store, um, is going through the rebranding right now. So fitness sports will be up on those signs here soon. New website launched. Yeah, the app is yeah, a big I, thing. Really getting the processes in, play, in place, just making sure we can just do everything really smoothly with the new store. I mean, yeah. we're taking things that fitness sports... Clive. Clive yeah. did really, really well. And Heart, what Heartland Souls did really well. And we're, try, we're putting it all together. So that's what... Those are the two main things, but really that's going to be the getting the processes really smoothed out, making sure everything's smooth and making sure the race results are all there going smoothly, race calendar, just a lot of those things that fitness sports did really well that we didn't do. We're just trying to make Could sure develop that's all a, that, yeah. a nice smooth transition. So that's, that's a lot of it too. Sure. And the other thing that I think we're really excited about is um, we're going to have a team. 
So I'm an adult team. So whether it's a post-collegiate or someone trying to do a couch to 5K, you know, any age, um, as long as they're not committed to a team already, um, we're going to have a team. So it's going to be limited. No, not an elite team. We're Not, not an elite, elite team. team. Sorry, no. Uh, I mean, post-collegiate in the sense of like, you know, not trying to go um, win the Boston Marathon. Um, but, you know, uh, so, so adults, uh, it, it's going to be a limited number of people. So um, they're going to get a jersey and some gear and discounted race entries and discounts in store and discounts in our running lab and all of that. So it, it, we're going to try and develop some really neat community group runs and um, it's just going to be really fun. So um, that's one of my projects for this next year. And I'm really excited about it. I've already developed my adult coaching a couple years ago called Swift Splits. And so we're, we're kind of bringing that into the stores and, and creating more of an environment around it. Um, prior to this, it's just been all digital. So I don't really do group runs with my clients or anything like that. But we want to just open it up and make it, again, just continuing to build the community around um, I mean, I was a great place to run. So we just want to keep building it, keep growing it. I think the pandemic inspired a lot of people to pick up running and walking. And so we want to just keep um, growing that and encouraging people, especially as we hopefully come out of that, that they will continue um, just seeking after a healthy lifestyle, whatever that means for them. So. Well, you're an inspiration to all of us. You know, and I mean Thanks. that uh, uh, in the truest sense of the word, that willing to take a chance uh, to uh, have a career in something you love. And, and willing to, to pass on that love uh, for the sports to, to others. And, and being a track and cross country uh, fan myself, some would say a geek, and that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I appreciate that very much. And I absolutely appreciate what you've done for, for Track Guy and uh, allowing us to uh, uh, have a mission to, to help others as well. So we appreciate that very much. Yeah, well, we love being um, involved with Track Guy. I'm really excited about the new Track Girl merch. It's pretty fun stuff. Well, so, you know, we've got to take we've got to take care of everybody if we can. <laughs> yeah, right. it's awesome. We love it. I know our throwers like the field and oh, field they and love track the field shirt. and track shirt. Yeah. yeah so. Well, yeah. we're working on another one. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell people now. But we had a booth set up at the Track Clinic in Ames a few weeks ago, and we had a number of people said, "Do you have a shirt?" For just throws, Ooh. so we're going to have a shirt that says "just throws." On. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so that, so that that that's uh, that'll be the next one that comes out. So um, I thank you so much, and uh, I hope you have a great holiday season, and, and uh, keep your nose to the grindstone as you have, but not so tight that you wear it off. You know, <laughs> remember you've got to have some time for yourself. Uh, but we appreciate everything you're doing for the for the running community. Well, we appreciate you having us today. Yeah, and we just love the running community, love being involved with you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. If you enjoyed what you listened to, please go to Apple iTunes and leave us a five-star review that helps us reach many more people. And we look forward to sharing more content with you in the near future. If you want to be a supporter of the show or of the Track Guy Foundation, visit trackguyfoundation.com. If you would like to be a sponsor of the show, please email trackguy at trackguyfoundation.com. Again, thank you for all your support. Take care.